0: They all need to cut cut the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer.
1: Hey folks, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. How you doing? Welcome to Cut the Crap. I know, crap, weird name. Stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. Today, we're going to talk about how rushed laws expose nefarious flaws. Rushed laws expose nefarious flaws. Here's what I'm meaning. Everything that's wrong with our system, everything that we think is broken, gets confirmed by our lawmakers. Not because they fix it, but because they hide it. Anyway, folks, welcome to the program. Hey, use your fingers, share this program. We're in the midst of a war. We're in the midst of a big war. And I decided to do this program kind of out and for everybody. This is normally what we do in our work at Fire Axe Academy, where we teach people to become election integrity experts because there's a lot of things that go on out there, but we're not teaching qualified people to figure out how to fix everything that's wrong with our elections. A lot of efforts, a lot of well-meaning people, a lot of name dropping, but not true efforts that will get results. And so what I'm doing is I'm gonna do one of these sessions out loud, Normally you'd find this stuff at fireaxe.academy where we actually train people to look for this, fireaxe.academy. But I need to do it here because I want you to understand how all of this works. You know I've taught for a very long time it's about words. Let me tell you what kind of tipped me off and, and made me do this. By the way, you've followed for a very long time our work on the full forensic audit in Arizona, right? You've seen... You've seen uh, <laughs> all of the, well, should we say maladministration and nefarious stuff that went on in Arizona? You know it happened. You know it repeatedly happened. And, well, so does Maricopa, which is why, by the associations of counties, In the United States, they just got the award award for the best-run civic information and public election command center ever. Yeah, that's Maricopa, Maricorruption County. There you go. Right there. Yes, they take care of their own, don't they? You know it's totally wrong. But here's the tipping point. I'm going to teach you how to look at this. I'm going to teach you how to look at the words. You remember back in uh, early spring that things came to light about lawmakers that showed some questionable transactions when it came to their home deeds, right? It would be like, why would a lawmaker have... One lawmaker. Why would one lawmaker have a million, 1.6 million dollar home on a $100,000 a year salary? And you see they own a home, and then all of a sudden their entire note's paid, and then there's another note pop up, and then that note gets paid... And then there's another note that pops up, and then that note gets paid off. Well, if they took money out each time when they owned a home, and it was, say, a million and a half dollar home, if you look at three of those transactions, that's four and a half million dollars paid off, came out, paid off, came out, paid off, came out. And so it kind of, well, it ticked people off in politics that anybody was even looking at it for you and I, we're looking at it and go, wow, that's really strange. How does somebody pay off their house note so fast and just pay it off? And it's because, well, those transactions really don't kind of count as cash in the bank. Uh, They're kind of lower in the radar and technically it very much looks like it's a laundry cycle, right? And so this was brought forth in Arizona this past year. And one of the things that was really weird about these transactions, which needs to be questioned, right? Which needs to be questioned. One of the things that were really weird is so many different lawmakers came up with this same pattern. Now, is there some special school that teaches lawmakers, hey... Work for $100,000 a year, or, you know, maybe somebody who's a representative, they get paid $25,000 a year. Work for $25,000 a year, and how to buy a million-dollar home. I think that's a pretty nifty gig, don't you? And how to pay that million-dollar home off on $25,000 a year. That's an even bigger gig, don't you think? Well, all of this came out and was talked about, and what the system did, we're talking about the system now, and today we're gonna focus on the system. What the system did is the lawmaker that brought it, excuse me, the lawmaker that brought it forth, Liz Harris, great American patriot, well, they ran her out of her elected position. They got rid of her, they booted her, because you said people's names in public and whatever, right? And they said she was bad and she lied, so they got rid of her. Well then the local people elected her back to a seat, to a chairmanship, whatever, three times in a row, and the lawmakers go around bad-mouthing her. And they're bad-mouthing her saying, what you said was false, it's, it's very easily verified, it is totally false, it is not true, etc. In fact, it's so not true that immediately after she exposed it, they, meaning the Arizona legislator, both both of them, right? At the 56th legislature, first regular bill, first part of business, now getting back into this particular session, they passed a bill that said, every property owned by any public official will be hidden from public view or expunged from public record 90 days after the governor signed this bill on May 8th. They said it was so not true, and it was so horrible, and oh my God, you named names, and it was all fake, that they wanted to make sure, well, we got to scrub these records. They immediately put a law on the books. Now, I have to ask you a question about it. I have to ask you a question about it. If this was so transparent and so good, why would they write a new law? Have you ever thought about how laws, hard laws are to get passed? Have you ever thought about it just takes cycle and cycle and session and session and there's all this fighting back and forth in the law, just can't get passed? Well, why did both sides of the aisle, do this. And why did they do it instantly? I thought the left and the right couldn't agree on anything, but they could agree on this. That is why I'm going to show you how rushed laws do expose the nefarious flaws. You're going to want to pay attention, folks. Hang tight. Share this program right now. Join the battle. This is a big one because we're going to teach you how to read this and tell these rat bastards to cut the crap. Hang tight. Be right back right after this.
0: See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
1: Hey, guys. Do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life, and it was as simple as just changing my pillows i know that may sound stupid look you've seen mike lindell and his wonderful product my pillow i actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life i finally got my pillows now let me tell you about my sleep habits number one you know when we do this every 12 hours we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours Sleep is so precious to me, and I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely, went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours, not getting to sleep, I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, Of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you. Welcome back to Cut the Crap, folks. We're talking about rush laws. Rushed laws expose nefarious flaws. I just want you to think about one thing during this broadcast. I want you to think about, does this make sense? Is it a coincidence? Remember, in law, Lady Liberty, the scales are called, well, they whatever it tips to the side to meaning the preponderance of evidence. If there is enough evidence and it tips the scale to one side, you're able to make a judgment call. So what I'm asking you today to do is to make a judgment call. Part of this judgment call is do we as conservatives do the right thing? Do we focus on what we need to focus on. I'll give you an example. There's a lot of people out there, I've been watching the chatter on Rumble, that rave about people's work. And they'll go, look what they're doing, and look how great it is, and look how wonderful. And just don't understand at all, just don't understand that um, well, it's not about, uh, should we say, doing something it's about are you doing the right thing anybody can produce a list but if that list doesn't get results have you done anything so the right and the left both engage in this practice of not doing anything by making you do a lot of things that don't matter So with that in mind, I'm going to kind of peel this back for you because it involves both parties. I personally do not believe we have two parties anymore. And when you can find things like Arizona rush through incredibly fast and they work together and they seem not to be able to work together on anything else, I think that's all orchestrated. So let me open your eyes to things that are called rush laws to expose some of the nefarious flaws. I'll give you an example. Let's go to an article by Politico. Now, this is going a little bit backwards in time. Politico did a story about all of this about election stuff. The Justice Department has also issued guidance late last month saying some post-election audits could run afoul of federal law. That's kind of a warning shot. Ready? Now, listen to this. Election audits are exceedingly rare, but the department is concerned that some jurisdictions conducting them may be using or proposing to use procedures that risk violating the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, election audits are racist. You see how this works. And so what happened is the Secretary of State came up with guidelines. Why? Because Trump and his supporters pushed for even more post-election reviews. Racist, racist, racist. You've now found out that they're calling post-election aud- audits racist. So there's this organization called the National Associ- Association of Secretaries of State. You know, like Rats Asperger, Katie Hobbs, all this other stuff. And they put out right after the uh, audits and stuff, just before the information came out, when we started really uh, sharing some of the information that was being found, well, they responded to it. They held a meeting, right? Right. Uh, And by the way, it was experts in the field and bipartisan came together to tackle the important issue of post-election audits to promote greater public understandings of the process, procedures, and the necessary elements for successful audits. Well, what they feel is necessary is, look, we audit all the time, so let's do post-election audits, but let's just make sure the gold standard is risk limiting audits you get that risk limiting audits well i've told you about these risk limiting audits it basically is secret code is that a dog whistle i can hear dog whistles it's secret coded words that let's reduce the risk of all of us getting caught doing this so i'm going to take you through some of those examples if in fact you didn't pay attention to it now I want you to understand one thing, and I'll say it again and again and again and again. Just like your gun is not going to get up off of its grip and go decide to kill somebody and shoot them, your gun's not going to do that. It takes people in programming or people with bad programming. The same thing is election machines do not change votes. It's not how it works, it's people, paper, and programs. You just need to understand that. But I also want you to understand the rigging, the collusion, the malfeasance, maladministration, the nefarious acts, they take place before the election is ever run. So let's gonna go back in time just before, one year before the 2020 election, right? Did you know in Georgia, That Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Ratzasberger, basically proposed for the first time in American history, Secretary of State proposes rules for election audit transparency. They came out ahead of time and said, we're going to be the most transparent state of all. We did this with CISA, the U.S. Cybersecurity Infrastructure Agency. And we are literally coming out with a brand new program. It's going to include secure paper voting. And we're going to make sure that the election was conducted and we're going to verify the integrity of the results. There was no issue over this at the moment outside of 2016. Some people saying that, Donald J. Trump wasn't legitly elected. But just before the 2020 election, Ratzasberger decides hey, we're going to do some, we're going to be transparent. And all of a sudden, as an accepted new law gold standard, came risk limiting audits, right? Risk limiting audits. And now these risk-limiting audits, I'll give you an example as we pull this apart. Let's just talk about Arizona. The new procedure manual states that the state law requires each county to conduct a post-election audit. A manual hand-count audit after each uh, county-wide primary, special, general, and presidential election. Now that's pretty cool, right? They're going to count them all. Well, it's really they're going to count one race and one category. But if you look down at the bottom of this particular law, the procedures have to be established by the secretary of state. I'm going to unpack that because although these things look great, it is riddled with crap to make sure it won't work, folks. And that's what I'm exposing. Share this program. A lot more coming. Hang tight.
0: Be right back.
1: Hey folks, we're back in the program. Thank you for being here. We're talking about rushed laws expose nefarious flaws. What I set up at the first part of the program is as soon as some of this stuff was exposed in Arizona, that is highly questionable about how how are lawmakers getting their houses paid off and then another loan for the full amount and then it paid off and then how are they doing that? How is so much money blowing through? Well, the reaction was to get rid of Liz Harris, who exposed it. But they immediately wrote a law once that was exposed, right? Get this. Every document related to property owned by any public official will be hidden from public view and or expunged from public records 90 days after the government signed it on May 8th. They're wiping the system. So I'm taking you through some of these laws to show you some of the things they do. Now, one of the things I was talking about before we went to the break is I'm showing you the new procedures in every state. I uploaded a lot of these to my locals. Go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, and you can download these, and you can read over your state and everything that happens. But I'm going to give you an example. In Arizona... The revised statute of election procedures say state law requires each county to, cut to conduct a post election hand count audit of each county, primary, special, general, and presidential election. That's what they tout. When you look at the requirements, it says they do it with at least one race from different categories must be hand counted. Just one race. Ready? And the hand count includes regular ballots from a limited number of precincts and a limited number of early ballots. Now they say, right after the election, we check everything. So they say a hand count begins 24 hours. Are they hand counting the votes? No. When you look at the fine print, it says the hand count is conducted by county election officials at a secure facility in accordance with the procedures established by the Secretary of State. Okay, do you trust the Secretary of States? See, some of these procedures are whack. Let me give an example. If we went to the cast vote records in Hawaii, right? Now, this is for the general uh, 2020 election where everybody's trying to get the records to do auditing. If you were to look at, if you were to look at this January 5th, 2022 release, they say, According to the equipment manual, to protect voter privacy, cast vote records are stored in a randomized order so that voting order cannot be determined. Okay, so the cast vote record, which I've taught you, is when the ballot goes into the machine, it basically makes a low-res digital copy. It shows what a second chop- copy based on what was changed, and then it shows it goes into the file. Now they always tell you the machines can't do anything. So how does the equipment manual say that in order to protect privacy, the cast vote records are randomized as they're stored? Yeah. The cast vote records supposed to come in and be created. But hey, the machine that can't change anything? Uh automatically mixes them up and then stores them? What? Well, that means the machines can do things. Now see, this is not changing votes. This is just a procedure to make it unauditable because you have to audit them by batches. Let's keep on going, it gets worse. Now let's look, we're gonna talk about cast vote records because this is important. This was written on VoteBeat. Pillow CEO Mike Lindell known for promoting baseless theories of election fraud, together with a man named Jeff O'Connell who uses the moniker The Lone Raccoon online and another far right internet personality named Lady Draza are urging people to file requests and collect records in the repository for eventual analysis. Blah, 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 blah. If you keep on reading this, they talk about how request for this has gone through the roof. Now, this one we own. Why? Because several things happened. When that announcement was made, because Draza and Lone Raccoon don't know how many different ones there are because they've never done an audit, we had an unintended consequence. Here's the unintended consequence. After that rush, telling everybody and their brother, go get the cast vote records. Well, you did what you thought was right because somebody you follow was telling you to do it. Go get them, go get them, go get them. Ask for them, threaten them. Well, what happened is so many people threatened and made threats and challenged the, uh, their county recorders and stuff that half of the states in the United States, because of that one act, have now begun the process and or finalize forbidding by law the cast vote records from ever being seen again. That is an unintended consequence of not having a coordinated effort. Let's keep on going. Now, the Michigan Department of State recently put out, as of this year, that they're going to conduct 200 audits of the November 8th election, that was the 2022 election, by bipartisan officials. Okay? By bipartisan officials. Now that sounds good, right? This is how your lawmakers do it. We're gonna audit 200, we're gonna do 200 audits! Get your math head on, right? Because I want you to understand a few things. Here is how they hide it. They're gonna do 200 audits, but they actually get to decide who the election official is and that's going to audit and how they'll do the audit. Remember that. So they say to you, the public, we're going to do audits. But then they say, oh, 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 okay. Uh, But we get to decide the people, place, and things. And then they go on to say, and these people, these election commissioners or otherwise, have to be, installed based on the terms that we decide so they've already decided that you got to be one of the cronies so are we going to get anywhere when it's the same people auditing themselves well you keep on going and you find out that in these audits now remember they're going to do 200 audits sounds good doesn't it Until you read the fine print and you learn across the secretary of state of states things like Well, the Secretary of State randomly selects five or fewer ballots for any audit round. Wait, I just thought that you said they're going to do an audit of 200 uh, 200 individual audits. Yeah, 200 times five. We're going to look at a thousand ballots. Yay! And that's going to be how we're going to protect you. We're going to look at 1,000 ballots. This stuff is written into law. This is written into law. Let's keep on going. We want transparency. We want transparency. We want cast vote records. We want transparency. And conservatives, too, do this. They fall for the word crap, word sausage. And so they go, great, we are going to do a live feed coverage of all the work and voting. That's a good thing, isn't it? They're going to have a live feed so you can watch it all happen. Then you read the fine print. The county, city, township clerk must retain the recordings of the live video coverage from each precinct. Ba, 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 ka, ba, ba, ba. For 40 days. Um. Hmm. We're gonna record it, but the uh, the average election lawsuit, if it's successful, only gets to court six to eight months later. They're gonna destroy the footage in 40 days. This is where your lawmakers give you a hand job. I'm sorry, but it's true. This is how they do it. Let's keep on. You know about this? Uh, we're talking about Arizona. Look, and they they got rid of the the. Uh, they said. Oh, it's bad. Liz Harris, you said something that's not true and you're a fibber and you're a liar. Well, let's look at the new law that they put in immediately after that testimony. Here's the new law. They added wording. When you see it in blue, you're seeing the revised statutes, right? You're seeing the revised statutes. And now the revised statutes say that you can't do this and you can't put people's information out if they're a public official. That must be held in in trust. They don't want you to see public officials. It's all through the documents. What's a public official? Well, an election official is one of them, a municipal employee, anybody who holds the certificate to be an election official, or you might look at this one. It also means a person who is duly elected or appointed to Congress or the legislator or a statewide office or a county, city, or town office. They just enacted laws to get rid of all of it. Oh, it keeps on going. It includes spouses, why you know, everything. Person- and they're calling it personal information. They're saying it's dangerous. Yeah, they're scrubbing the records. By the way, this is now law in the books. And people don't know how to look at them. But we're going to do audits. Let's look at some of these. List of state audits. Alaska, Arizona, Hawaii, Iowa. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to do audits every election. Until you take the time to read one word. They require a procedural audit. What the hell is a procedural audit? I want them to audit the freaking ballots. I want them to make sure every vote's there. Well, yeah, we're going to do a procedural audit. Well, what are the audit methods of doing it? Well, when the voting system is a hand count voting system and the voter marked a paper ballot, here's what we're going to check. We're going to make sure the procedures were right. Right? They did it in the traditional manner and we're going to look at it risk limiting. What if they have a uh, direct recording advice, right? A uh, device where you p- fill in the circles. Well, And it goes to a memory card. Well, we're just going to make sure they follow the procedures. Um, uh, uh, What? You hear the word audit and you stop. You hear the word audit and you give up. You hear somebody's an election expert because I was on TV one day. You saw me. I'm an expert. Bring me to your city. I'll speak. And these people know nothing about the system. This is what we teach at Fire Axe Academy. I'm going to give you a really good recap that will help you out. Because the bottom line is, don't worry about fighting the left, because we do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. And this is why I'm covering rushed laws expose nefarious flaws. I'm not done yet. My closing comments are coming up, and when you hear some of the things that are blocked now, you will understand what they're doing to us, and that they're admitting guilt by passing certain laws. Hang tight. I will be right back right after this.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back.
1: many of these things folks I'm talking about today have already been passed in your area. Part of why I'm doing this is I think in many ways we hurt ourselves more than we help ourselves. When somebody tells everybody in the world to pound your county recorders for the cast vote record, all it did is took something that we always got by procedure and we should have trained people how to get the right ones. And it effectively shut it down in half of the U S states By the time all is said and done, there may only be 19 states left standing where anybody, under any circumstances, can get the cast vote records anymore. It was a disaster of a knee-jerk reaction. Now I'm trying to show you the real facts of what they put on the book. I put this over at my locals. Very easy to find it. I'm going to discuss some of it. If you want to join me there after the program today, Com. But let me show you where, when they say we're going to do 200 audits and it's great and it's wonderful and it's beautiful, until you read that the Secretary of State handpicks five, five or less ballots. What's a procedural audit? Ready for this? Here's the procedural audit. I use Michigan Michigan wrote laws that you have to use certified election auditors. There is no such thing as a certified election auditor. Never has been, but it's now new in Michigan law. Here's Michigan. Here is the procedures. You ready for this? When they're doing a procedural audit, Local clerks selected for the audit must produce documentation showing that certain things were completed. You ready for this? Here's the documentation for a procedural audit. You think it's about the count. You think it's about the election was, here's the count, here's your guy, here's the... No, no. They're going to check if the poll worker attended training and if they received a certificate. Were the poll workers appointed by the election commission to serve during the election? were each of the two major parties at least represented in the precinct and that the poll worker party officia- uh, uh, affiliation was shared they're going to check was the electronic poll book was it properly downloaded and installed on election day was the voting equipment tested accurately and functioning before the election We're going to check the paper. Yeah, we're going to see that each voter appeared on the list of voters and has a ballot application on file. That's what they're calling paper documentation. We're going to make sure that there's chain of custody. It was signed by two members of major political parties and the sealed number. We're going to review the ballots. Yeah. Was there an adequate accounting of provisional ballots? When you copied a ballot, uh, did you copy it correctly by pushing the button copy? Did they push the copy button to make a copy? Did the total number of votes cast in specific contest? Did they match the canvas results? What does that mean? If we say 1,000 people voted, do you have 1,000 paper ballots to back it up? Yeah, that's the procedural audit. What do you find out in that procedure? Nothing. Because, see, you can't count the ballots. Nothing about, is it the correct ballot? Is it the correct paper? Were there counterfeit ballots? Did every single vote match properly? Can they prove ever every single vote? Let me ask you a question. When you go to ballot review, one of the things here, it's all about words, right? Remember when I said they do an accounting of the provisional ballots? Look at the word when you read these things in advance. They only have to provide adequate accounting. Uh, Why don't they use the word exact? Why don't they say it has to be exactly what was done? No, it only has to be adequate. Well, we used our best. It's adequate. Isn't that what's going on with our lawmakers? Get it? Everything in our system from top to bottom is designed to keep you away from. And there are no accounting standards. There are no audit standards. There are no transparency standards. And we contribute to this because just because somebody goes on TV and can put somebody from each state and say, here it is, we ignorantly think that's the solution. It is not the solution. The solution is to understand intimately how the hell they do this to us and how they get away with it because only then, only then can you understand what's up. Period. That's how it works. Even to the point Even they now, they're modifying their laws to make sure it says, see, right here, we even ratified it. Every person has the right to vote. What's missing is you have the right for your vote to be counted. Words matter. The definition of you were allowed to vote means you were allowed to mark a ballot. The definition of casting a vote means you were allowed to take that ballot and put it in some sort of receptacle. See, you think it means, no, it means my vote and they counted it. No, you do not have that right. You have the right to mark a piece of paper. You even have the right to drop it in a box. You have absolutely no rights for them to count it exactly the way you cast it. None, zero, not a one. California does have something on the books for this, but California, like other states, can't get out of their way. Oh, and I saw somebody on TV with a bow tie. That's the expert told us to do it. What'd they say do? Well, go canvas. Go canvas. We're killing ourselves. We're killing ourselves because we can't get out of our own ways. And we can't literally get down to the focus of fighting this like a war. And that's why I even decided to do just this little tidbit. Because if you don't dig in, if you don't tell them to cut the crap, we're doomed. Folks, we're the cure.
0: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system